It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. My name's Sean Dangler, and I'm happy to be here with you as always. And today's another edition of A Day in the Life. And you know what? Guys... COVID cases are going up. I'm not really doing a bunch right now. So I'm going to talk a little more politics stuff with you. So if you don't want to listen to some politics stuff, just end the podcast right here and just be like, I'm done. I'm doing it. I'm done doing it. I'm not really going to have early perspective. I'm, I kind of just more want to talk about uh, the, kind of the uh, presidential election here in Iowa uh, for anyone and because I was, I was kind of curious about it because Biden did better than Hillary in 2016, but Trump also did a lot better. And so, <clears throat> to me, it's kind of curious how it, how it worked out. I guess uh, for everyone, the biggest thing I found going through the statistics and how I found the stats was, a, uh, and it's probably changing a little bit, obviously because they don't actually count all the votes quite yet, because they kind of project it out once the statisticians have an idea of where it's at. And so what basically what I'm, I'm using, uh, it was, I think it's Politico's website had a tracker and I was using, that was by County. For some reason, people I've listened to, you can find on the secretary of state's website, the Iowa secretary of state. I haven't found it. So if anyone does find that, send that to me because I just have no idea. I've tried looking for it and maybe I'm blind and I couldn't see it. And then I just went to Wikipedia, honestly, for the 2016 thing. You know, you know, growing up uh, high school, college, I don't use Wikipedia. You know what, guys? I'm not saying don't use it entirely, but it's a goddamn good resource to go to, at least initially. And then from there, you can try to figure out where you got to dive to. But like the presidential stuff, they're not going to lie on that. No one's going to hack in there, especially from 2016, specifically Iowa. I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to get you real good. That's the thing. I don't think that's the case. So what I want to talk about is is this. Is I, I just want to go through because it, what's, what was curious about this election is more people voted, obviously, this year in 2020 for both candidates than they did in 2016 and specifically for trump i i was like like i thought he would max out his cap here in iowa because it's i like i didn't think anyone was joining the trump party uh as much as dumb as that sounds basically but i didn't think like you know they could increase his vote total by oh like ninety five thousand votes a little over ninety five thousand votes and sure enough, he did. And if you look uh, at his vote totals, though, if you look at it, though, if you look at the, in 2016, the third party made up 7%, over 7% of the vote in, here in Iowa. Trump had 51%, Hillary had 41%. So 7% of that was third party. And you come in to... 20 uh 20 2016 here or 2020 i didn't factor this out exactly but you can pretty much do the math in your head trump had 45 or not 45 
he got 54 5, 54% of the vote. So that's an increase of 3%, and Joe got an increase of 4%. So I might have actually take that back. That's bad info because I don't think I factored that uh, those numbers right. But needless to say, uh, I can certainly tell you that Joe, I, I thought I had this. Oh, here we go. In 2020, okay, this 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 actually puts it where you need to know. In 2016, there were 111,379 votes that went third party in Iowa. 2020, there were 19,000, almost 100,000 less votes third party. And so my assumption is, not obviously all of them, but I would assume most of those third-party votes went towards Trump. Because more than likely, I feel like in 2016, people who were disaffected didn't want to vote for either. Uh, Republicans were never going to vote for Hillary, but weren't going to trust Trump at that point. And so threw it to a third-party candidate. And then in 2020... You know, you come back and if you look past the other things of Trump and you're like, okay, does he hold conservative values or done conservative leaning values while in office policies, I should say. That's probably a better way to put it. And yes, he, he has. So, yeah, I'd probably vote. I would be super curious to know how many third party people went from third party to Trump in 2020. Obviously, Joe probably picked up a few of those too. So that was the biggest thing that was like stood out to me after looking at the initial vote totals is how much of the third party changed because I believe in Iowa. Yeah. In 2018, the libertarian party here in Iowa was able like hit the threshold where they could be considered a major party. And then they lost in 2018 when their governor, their candidate for governor didn't hit above a certain threshold. Now I would welcome all third party. I solely believe it. Because we're all for the better if we have more power and it's not just a binary choice. But that it just won't happen because neither party wants to give up more control. They have as much control as they can have now. You add a third party in there, you cannot. But I would be very, very open to it. And so that's kind of where I lean on that part. Uh, with with this topic, I will say, is that, yes, let's get more third-party action going at some point. So you look at the rest of the results. I kind of just ran through some stats. And the next thing I was just like, okay, where did Joe pick up? Because if you look at the electoral, not the electoral map, the map of Iowa, the counties, it's the same as it is in 2016 and 2020. The same... Pretty much all the counties outside the big metro area, metro area counties, like, I guess I could name this off, but basically all the ones outside of big metro areas went Trump. That's it. Because, like, okay, here we go. We got Blackhawk. Oh, maybe I got to figure this out. My numbers are not great. Here we go. We got, we went Blackhawk, went to Trump. Um, Saragordo was close. And then you you go through here. See, that's the thing. There is not that many uh, things. Uh, Johnson County had 70% of people. 
That's 37 out of 10 people were like, yeah, we're, we're good. Uh, Lynn County and Polk County is going to be in there. And here we go. We're getting there. Oh, that might be it. Did I miss one? I might have missed one. But that's basically it, is that the counties, it's basically the big metro areas went, got the Democrat. Everything else went Republican. It's a microcosm of America. So my next curious thing I wanted to do, I was just like, huh. I wonder what counties, like, how much it changed between counties in terms of, like, how, how, like, because obviously Trump pulled more voters and Biden pulled more voters. It's like, okay, what counties did it go even more where, you know, you could see who got, what counties had the more votes pull for them, essentially. Like, more people turned out from 2016 to 2020. So, just so you know, like, if we go up to Allen McKee County, between 2020 and 2016, he had 640 more people come out for him. And that, to the vote total, that's about 15% increase um, he had. And then Democrats there, uh, or people who voted for Biden, uh, 153, and that's 6%. So pretty good. Obviously, a lot of these counties, they're already super pro or leaning Trump. So like even a substantial increase sometimes for the Democrats doesn't mean anything. Because they're still way far behind numbers. But you go to Benton County, they had a eleven and a half increase and a ten point two two increase for the Democrats on that side. But it, 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 what's interesting is is almost all the counties. It is it is a boost for everyone. Everyone everywhere got a boost uh, across the board, basically. Now, what's interesting is you come across some more Trump-leaning parties like, or counties like Cass County, which was a small county, and it had 12.8% more increase in the Democrats and the Republicans only had a 4.35%. But then you go to their vote totals and it's like Trump still won by over 2,000 votes because that's how, that's how it works. The one I was most curious, though, the one I was absolutely the most curious about, and if you're in the Des Moines metro area, this would be the one that you would be for sure, uh, very curious about is Dallas County. And that, that is a county west of Polk County. It's a county that has basically Waukee in it. The one of the, if not the fastest growing city in, uh, Iowa, I'm not sure if that's Ankeny might have that, but that's what it is. And Trump actually took the county, uh, 27,000 with with 27,882 votes to 26,771 for Biden. Now you go back to 2016, and that's a 50.10%. Trump won in Iowa this year to Biden's 48.10%. Now you go back to 2016. Now Trump built on it, barely, a half a percent. You had 50.56% went for him in 2016. You go to Clinton, though, and Joe had 26,000 votes, almost 27. Clinton had 15, almost 16,000 votes. And her only vote share total was 41,000, just over 41,000, 41%. Man, my talking sucks. But Biden got 48% here in Iowa. And you could say, oh, there's a bunch of third parties, which in 2016... 
There's 8% went third party in Dallas County. But that really, I think, highlights the Dallas County, probably in the next election, is about to flip towards uh, Democrats. Because it is damn close in that county <laughs> with that. Uh, just the, the total difference in the youth that's probably moving into that county that is impacting that decision. Because I know quite a few people who live there that I assume probably lean more so to the left than to the right. So that will be a county to watch to see that county completely flip. So you go back to, uh, and that, that's, that's honestly the most curious one. There's any other outliers really. See, like Emmett, Emmett County, they had a 11.64 increase for the Biden or Democrat candidate to a 4.16 of Trump. But again, 3,200 people voted for for Trump and 15 voted for Joe. Looking through it, though, yeah, it's it's kind of curious, uh, just things. It's You go through a lot of smaller counties, you're like, a lot. You go through the smaller counties, you're like, man, more people did turn out for Joe in these smaller counties than in 2016. Like, it did increase quite a bit. Obviously, Trump still pushed, brought out a lot of people, too, and that's kind of where it, it stung him, but... I don't know, for Democrat, if you're a Democrat, you'd kind of be like, okay, well, something's going right. We're at least getting more people. We just have to get more people than the the Republicans get more excited. But, yeah, you just go through, and, like, Pottawatomie County, they had a lot more people go uh, Joe this time around, as did Polk, but Polk would always have that. I think I'm, there was one county in here, but I can't remember what county it was that, Oh, we'll go to Johnson County because, like I said, they had 70, 70% of people went with Joe this time around. And you go to Johnson County, they had 17 and a half, 17 and three quarter. So basically, this has probably been pretty boring with the stats, but it wasn't good for Republicans in term or Democrats in terms of, yeah, they still got skunked by Trump and he had to come out. But Joe did bring more Democrats out and maybe they can build on that obviously because Trump I think is his own power and a lot of people just came out for Trump they're not necessarily coming out for Republican not saying the state's going to like Trump leaves and then just Democrats are just going to run the state that's not going to happen but I do believe that Joe uh or that the race will be more purple you know people are declaring Iowa a red state I don't I yes it probably is more red but I do think there's a chance for the state to come back purple because obviously like the state went blue for Barack, so both times. And so that's how I think it's holding in a sense, is that we'll, we'll swing back. We're just, Iowans are charmed by charismatic people. <laughs> so don't be dismayed if you're a Democrat, but you do need to work on it. Uh, if you're a Republican, well, you at least have an advantage going forward. But that's my time. I'm Sean Dangler. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. If not, just let me know, and I won't do this again. I kind of find it fascinating. It's just hard to do activities right now, guys, because I'm stuck. I'm literally stuck not doing anything because COVID's just rampaging through America at this moment. But that's that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. I appreciate it. Give us a rating on, on all on Spotify podcast. I don't know if Spotify has that, but on Apple Podcasts, whatever you got to do. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, 
just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under the Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.